morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop, here on another wild, whimsical, wise sort of Wednesday. Friends for Torch Report 396, putting the puzzle pieces into place. Today I'll be presenting a, a macro-level analysis of, all, of things that are in motion that I believe are about to hit home. Now, do you remember playing as a kid, playing the game kind of where you'd be looking for something, maybe an Easter basket or a present or a surprise, and someone would be calling out, you're getting warmer. No, no, wait, colder, getting colder, uh, a little more warm. You're getting warm. Now you're getting hot. You're getting hot. You're burning up. You're all, and then as as that's going on, you know, the anticipation mounted and sort of the excitement. And it was it was just a simple way. To get a thrill, you know, to turn the ordinary task of finding something into a very fun experiment, uh, experience. And just kind of thinking about that, you know, oftentimes when I'm sifting through the headlines, looking for clues, trying to read between the lies and pick apart the subtle hints of what comes next, I, it feels like I'm playing that game, kind of, you know, uh, when I see all the mainstream outlets pumping out the same meaningless propaganda I know I'm getting colder, you know, when I see an outlier, an outlying story or, or something that connects to what the globalists are putting out, then I know that I'm getting warmer. And this is how I decide kind of which rabbit trail I'm going to chase for the day. You know, I could I could write about anything. I could talk about anything, but I, I want to figure out what's that in between there. What's really going on? And quite often, you know, when I find this rabbit trail, it leads me to something that's scorching hot like yesterday's uh, article. You know, the fact that the global elites are currently meeting in China for their summer Davos gathering, wherein they are discussing how to use more stick and less carrot in order to beat humanity in Sioux submission. Now, apparently the uh, the uppity peasants aren't playing along with their game of global dominance. They're behind the ball, you know, the behind schedule here. The global elites are facing the fact that they're only on track to meet a meager 12% of the goals that they've laid out in Agenda 2030. And now it kind of looks like the elites are getting desperate about all of this. They're desperately grasping for straws. You know, why else would they be openly talking about using more stick on the global stage, right? They're going to, well, we gotta, we got to beat these peasants in the line, <laughs> you know, again, just to be clear, friends, when the global elites are gathered in China talking about using more stick, they are talking about various ways to punish you for not complying with their every demand. And, you know, in a nutshell, that is the essence of global governance. They intend to control every aspect of our lives. And global governance is the system of rewards and punishments that are designed to reshape human behavior. And friends, we discussed this very thoroughly. Uh, Torch Report 142, the summer of digital governance. This is coming from last summer. You know, the global elites have been and are now currently using weaponized artificial intelligence to drive behavioral change at the global level, like global scale. And that's the big picture. OK, global digital governance works just the same as any other sort of governance. It works by rewarding good behavior and punishing bad behavior. And thus, the good digital rewards can be rewarded digitally, and certain digital punishments can be meted out digitally. Now, 
are you connecting the dots here? <laughs> you know, that the, the digital digital rewards, the digital punishments, connect that with digital ID, digital passports, and digital uh, currencies, and all of a sudden, voila, you know, you've got the great inescapable global socialist surveillance state that I've talked so much about. Now, naturally, in the digital age, digital surveillance is going to gather and deliver the data that the artificial intelligence can then use to assess and determine whether or not to give you the carrot or the stick. Does that make sense? Okay, we're in this digital age, global digital governance. We've talked a lot about that. Now they can use the AI. It's been weaponized to be you know, used in a way that de determines whether or not you get the carrot or the stick. You know, And based on current conversations that are being had by the global elite, I think it would be you know, wise to expect these weaponized mach weaponized machines, weaponized algorithms, intelligent machines, they're being programmed with increasingly restrictive controls, progressively painful punishments, aka more stick in order to get the globalist desired results. And I'm here to tell you, friends, it's already happening. And not surprisingly, of course, China is leading the way. China is leading the way in using weaponized AI and digital state surveillance to spy on political dissidents, for example, to digitally crush anyone who dares to challenge the state. In China, if one does not tow the party line, then one loses the right to travel, to borrow money, or to access so-called civilized society. And in other words, if, if one does not play along, then one does not play at all. And if you question the game, then you just might disappear. Okay, that's what's happening in China and China. Never forget that the global elites have repeatedly stated that China is the role model for the world. The Chinese Communist Party is the role model for the world. Maybe that's why the Chinese premier is leading the meeting of a 1500 global leaders meeting in China right now. Hmm, what do you think? I don't know. But, you know, while China is a geopolitical threat, who is openly preparing for war, who has more guns and bullets and soldiers than we have and all of that, I honestly don't believe that China is the biggest threat that we're facing right now. I believe that the greatest threat that we are facing in America today is actually our own government. And the fact that our own government is weaponizing digital surveillance and state censorship and political persecution against we, the American people, out in the news today, get this, uh, just to kind of share a few things here. The House Judiciary Committee just released a report titled The Weaponization of CISA, how a cybersecurity agency colluded with big tech and disinformation partners around the world to censor Americans. Okay, this is a report at a .gov website. The weaponization of CISA, how a cybersecurity agency colluded with big tech and disinformation partners to censor Americans. Among other things, friends, this report reveals the fact that CISA tried to cover up their devious, dubious, and entirely unlawful surveillance and censorship of American citizens. What do you think about that? How many people do you think are thinking about that? How many people are even aware of it? You know? Meanwhile... In other national intelligence agencies, the link in the report today goes actually to the uh, director of nationalintelligence.gov. Uh, there's a report there. They, you know, the spy agencies, they have been buying up Americans' data by the bucket load. It's commercially available data. 
Okay, so they're just going to buy it up. We're going to take your money and use it to buy your data, and then we're going to use it to spy on your uh, your life so that we can control your behavior. How about that? That's great. That's government government or governance at its finest, is it not? Now, the list of transgressors of spy agencies who are buying up Americans' data include uh, a host of military intelligence agencies, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and others. And according to the reports, the government has been using this data and then using the AI to comb this data for surveillance purposes for quite some time, actually since prior to 2019. And this is prompting some uh, warnings, warning, 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 warning. You know, this is quickly becoming an irreversible surveillance state. That's a direct quote. It actually comes from uh, Oregon Democrat Senator Ron Wyden, but he was making that statement back in the day. Uh, now the Democrats are all on the board with free speech is a hell for all uh, is a free for all hellscape, right? Free speech is a free for all hellscape. That's what the Democrats are saying in Congress right now. But they used to be warning, warning that all of this government surveillance is irreversible. It's 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 in you know Orwell had nothing on the spy agencies of today. Let's put it that way. Now add to this mix of information. This little doozy of a headline, get this, 50 Hollywood celebrities sign a letter demanding big tech censor anyone who opposes trans surgeries on kids. Yes, friends, you heard that correct. 250 celebrities. You know, this is, you know what this is? This is, way, this is the way that they use influencers. And I guarantee to you, you could trace it back to federal dollars, uh, government money, using these social influencers to push the globalist agenda. But there are 250 Hollywood celebrities l- demanding that big tech censor anyone who opposes trans surgeries on kids. These are the CEOs of Meta, i.e. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, you know, all of this. And, it, you know... The utterly despicable and conniving human rights campaign. They're the ones that just claim that we're, you know, we're facing a trans genocide. All this BS, you know, they're claiming that trying to protect children from these mortifying mutilations equals disinformation and hate. The government is trying to program people via using social influencers to believe that anybody that opposes their disgusting agenda is disseminating disinformation and hate. And therefore, all these Hollywood celebrities uh, and CEOs from Meta and YouTube and TikTok and Twitter, etc., are demanding that the government censor disinformation and hate and that these private companies censor disinformation and hate. They're doing it together. Friends, you put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. I mean, put it all together, shake it up. What do you get? I mean, how do you make sense of this type of madness? You know, and what we get here is a perfect example of the democratic surveillance accelerator in action. The democratic surveillance accelerator. Now, did you know that there was a veritable army of unhinged progressive activists actively pushing for greater state surveillance at every level of government? Actively advocating for aggressive state censorship to save our democracy. Did you know that? You know, we got to save our democracy from the existential threat of free speech and the open exchange of ideas. Were you aware of any of that? This democratic surveillance accelerator accelerator? Friends, I didn't know about it either. Don't don't worry. You know, most people don't. And that's kind of the point. But if you were to click that that link there to this report from the Democratic about the Democratic Surveillance Accelerator, it 
it uh, they, they, there's a whole list of stakeholders there. Okay? And these are the stakeholders that are coming together who are currently developing push and, and pushing federal level policies, right? They're, they're pushing policies for responsible digital surveillance, okay? And if you look at this plethora of over 40 plus progressive hacks who are working in perfect harmony, leveraging their myriad public-private partnerships as a policy incubator, they're curating the science and they're using these technologies, ide technology ideas to inform the Biden-Harris administration. These 40 progressive hacks, socialists, communists, and fascists alike, all working in lockstep, that's who's writing federal policy that then trickles down to state and local level policies. You know, the socialists, the communists, the fascists, they're all there, again, working together. They're using the Delphi method to develop consensus. They're creating the data to support the science. They're harnessing the experts to change the law. Friends, this is the exact same playbook that has been used so very successfully all around the world. It's been you know, in play and being used for the last 100 years or so. And these techniques, they're tried and true. I mean, they work. You know, they're, they're rooted in psychological warfare. They're driving behavioral change. And of course, this is nothing new. So let's go ahead and zoom out. Zoop, go way out here for a minute. Remember that game for global dominance, total control of the human population. That's what the, they're playing, right? You remember that they're getting desperate right now because they're not meeting the sustainable development goals. So they're going to start using more stick and less carrots, you know, per their own words. Okay. In that context, this is the driving force behind the so-called democratic surveillance accelerator. It's entirely oxymoronic if you think about it, but they believe that centralized government control, including unrestricted state surveillance and censorship over every aspect of our lives, this is the only way to accelerate the advance toward global democracy. These, you know, these people, they believe it, friends, with utter unshakable convictions. It's just that there are a few glitches in the system. And they're trying to work through these glitches. And the foremost of these glitches is basic human nature. That's why they're using weaponized AI to drive behavioral change, literally rewiring the brain, changing human perception, and transforming, subconsciously transforming human consciousness. That's what this is really all about. That's the only way that they can control us all if they can transform human consciousness that's you know that that's the only way they're going to get humanity to accept their twisted vision of future earth okay friends i put a little screenshot here in the report today if you're listening on a podcast platform please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com check out torture report 396 and you'll see this spiffy little screenshot it talks about transforming our world it's the the 2030 agenda for sustainable development so agenda 2030 is intended and designed to transform our world. And what I'm saying is they're transforming human consciousness to get people to accept future Earth. And working through their innumerable partnerships, the global cabal continues to advance their agenda to enslave us all. And of course, they don't put it like that. I mean, you know that. I mean, that, but that's exactly what's happening. You know, it's happening right in front of our eyes right now. 
their vision for future Earth is based on Agenda 2030. And I just want to read a little excerpt here because they put it pretty bluntly. Okay, And reading from Agenda 2030, quote, in these goals and targets, we are setting out a supremely ambitious and transformational vision. We envisage a world free of poverty, hunger, disease, and want, where all life can thrive. We envisage a world free of fear and violence, a world where human habitats are safe and resilient and sustainable, a world in which consumption and production patterns are sustainable, one in which humanity lives in harmony with nature and in which wildlife and other living species are protected, period, end quote. Now, I could do an entire podcast just breaking down the language there, and there's so much more. If you haven't checked out the agenda, you should read it sometime, but it sounds nice, obviously. I mean, who wouldn't want to buy into that? I mean, we want to keep people safe from poverty and hunger, disease and want, and where all life can thrive, and, and a world free of fear and free of violence. This grand vision for the greater good of humanity is the ultimate justification for total control over our lives. Despite the obvious contradictions with natural reality, like the fact that life is inherently not safe or fair, or the fact that it's impossible to eradicate fear, violence, and want, for example, but the masses are being conditioned to believe that this is what the greater good looks like. Furthermore, the public is being conditioned to expect and want these things as if it were possible for the government to deliver these fantasies. If only everyone was on board with the vision. But that, too, is an impossibility, right? It's impossible to get everyone to buy into this vision, not the least of which is because it's incongruent with reality. It's impossible to get the whole of humanity to agree on how to go about achieving these utopious, utopian socialist fantasies, you know, hence the need to use more stick. Take that, peasant, take that, you know, another smack in the face. But friends, there's a great big twist here. Here's the big picture twist. Because the masses have been trained to want these things, because they've been conditioned to believe that it's possible, because they've been programmed to believe that we're facing a catastrophic triple planetary crisis and we're all going to die, miserable climate-related deaths if we don't buy in and do our parts and save the planet and keep people safe and advance the greater good. Oh, friends, because of this fundamental transformation of beliefs, much of the public now believes that anyone who opposes all of this is evil. Anybody who opposes the globalist vision is evil. And thanks to the proliferation and public support for state censorship, when the enlightened global leaders finally make the tough decision to just simply eradicate these pesky evil peasants once and for all, as in genocide, a la China style, when that happens, the masses will be none the wiser. They will accept what they're told. They'll do what they're told or else they'll be next. Friends, keep this big picture in mind. When you hear what's going on in the world, when you hear the trannies out there chanting, they're coming for your kids. When you hear the talking heads squawking about UFO debris in the bottom of the ocean. When you hear the so-called thought leaders suggesting that artificial intelligence will create a perfect united religion. Keep in mind all of these things. The big picture, friends. When you hear about all the rampant political corruption 
and the ongoing political theater, please just know these people are clueless, and it's all by design. Therefore, resist we must, and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the website. You click the email, go to the website, click the heart. Give me some love. Boost me in the algorithms. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical Wednesday. Stay wise, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. 